Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back to Sports Talk and happy to bring in Locked On Pelicans host Jake Madison. Uh, how are you feeling, Jake? And what did you think of Stephen A.'s ridiculous comments and today? How, and how many burgers have you had today? <laughs> Yeah, that was not the media meal, so no burgers for me or probably anyone in the Smoothie King Center right now. So, yeah, a little bit ridiculous given the, the game that Zion Williamson had last night. I also think they, they just announced that he is going to be playing in tonight's game as well. He was listed as questionable. It's the second night of a back-to-back. He's been healthy and playing this season. I think, you know, when it comes to Zion's season, it's about him being out there on the court. And so far, he's done that above 80% of the time this season. So whatever he's doing this year seems to be working, in my opinion. Yeah, it was one of those instances almost where you're like, tell me you're not watching the Pelicans without actually saying you're not watching the games. I, I talked to a couple of people around here. They set the over under of how many full games that uh, Stephen A. Smith has watched since, say, the in-season <laughs> tournament loss to the Lakers or the Pelicans. I think it was set at like .5 or 1.5, basically, as he watched one or two full games. I said it was probably closer to zero. But, you know, this team is playing well, right? They've won eight of their last nine games. I think they're eight and two in their last ten. They've looked really good beating some quality teams, playing some really good basketball. So this is a that we heard a number of people say around All-Star Weekend you don't really want to see in the playoffs. And, I don't know, clearly Stephen A. Smith isn't watching them. <laughs> yeah, and, I mean, you look at you look at Zion, he's played 32-plus minutes in, what, the last five games, and he's about to play in the second night of it back-to-back. I think he's doing okay, but, you know, I, I am curious. So, you know, the point Zion stuff, that's something that, you know, it's, it's funny. It goes back to Stan Van, right? Like, we kind of forget the Stan Van Gundy era because it was this, this short-term thing that no one really saw in person because it happened during COVID. But, you know, the, the point Zion has really kind of reemerged this year, and it seems like it's kind of given this team a shot in the arm in terms of facilitating in ways that other teams struggle to handle. I'm just curious, how do you kind of see that as a long-term strategy, and what is it about the point Zion you know, dynamic that makes it so difficult to guard. Yeah, I mean, I think when you look at what they're doing here offensively, right, like this team at times has kind of struggled with that. And when we're, you know, trying to kind of evaluate them, though they're on pace for like a top four season in franchise history, something feels a little bit disappointing about them. Maybe it's just that they should be better than they are, even though they're a good team now. And I don't think we want to lose sight of that. And it's been that the offense is clunky and we haven't seen Zion Lynch and Brandon Ingram you know, really coexist the way that you would like. They're still good. They're still winning games. That's, again, worth keeping in mind here. However, 
they just seem to flow a little bit better. It just seems to work a little bit better when it's kind of the Zion-centric offense. And you saw it in last night's big win over the Houston Rockets. He had the ball in his hands. I tweeted out the shot chart, you know, earlier in the day or early in the evening where they took just six shots that weren't three or inside the paint. And that type of efficiency led them to just light up the fifth-best defense in the league last night, right? Like, there was just kind of flow to what you haven't always seen from this team. And when you cut out some of those inefficient mid-range shots, you get that. You know, with Zion, it's just due to his poor gravity. I wouldn't say he's like an elite creator. He's not pulling the strings of the defense a la Chris Paul did when he was here and things like that. But when you have a guy that scores at the rim 72% of the time and is such a threat to do that and basically unguardable, teams have to commit extra resources to try and eliminate that. So that's why you see Zion getting double, triple team. Guys on two players are open, right? And you see guys like Herb Jones knocking down these shots, making teams pay for the way they're covering Zion, and it's leading to the Pelicans getting some wins. And you look, Brandon Ingram's a very good player. They're better with him, but you don't see that exact same kind of offense when he's got the ball in his hands. You mentioned Brandon Ingram there. I know he's out tonight again, still dealing with that illness. Any more of an update on his status, though? It's just kind of like flu-like symptoms. He tried to kind of go yesterday got on the court did some work didn't feel too good so kind of stepped off you know he likes to be kind of 100% when he's out there on the court playing if this was the playoffs I'm sure he would be out there but there's time to rest right now as the Pelicans kind of a bit of a a couple of home games here for him to kind of get right and I think we'll see him back sooner rather than later you know this this season I think is is an opportunity for this Pelicans team to really kind of prove who it is right and I think over the last few weeks, the, you know, the, the goal of this team, it feels like, you know, you've made the play-in tournament the last two years. This is the year that you really have to take a step forward and, you know, make sure you're sitting at home for that weekend. And and so as this team kind of faces the last, you know, the home stretch of the season, the NBA is kind of interesting because the All-Star weekend is kind of, it's not halfway through the season. You know, it's about three quarters of the way through the season. And so you have really have a home stretch here where, this team can either make that statement and lock down the fifth or the sixth seed, maybe even come up to four if the you know the a couple teams lose some games. But you know, how do you see this team approaching it from a mentality standpoint? What's the messaging going to be for this team as it kind of stares down that home stretch? Yeah, that, that's actually a really great question. I think it's still kind of up in the air exactly what they want to do. They've kind of stated their goal. Head coach Willie Green said this the other day that the goal is to avoid the playing tournament, get the six feet or better. And they're doing that right now. Again, they're winning games, they're winning about games. So you're not necessarily going to see them, I think, make some tweaks, some changes, because why mess with success? But at the same point, it doesn't feel like this team has been a dominant team. They've won four in a row right now. But we haven't seen them rip off 10 wins in a row, kind of one of those stretches where they look unstoppable and teams, you know, people in the media start to call them like a dark horse title contender. I don't know if we're going to see that. So I think right now they're content just to get into the playoffs and kind of evaluate, you know, going into the offseason and next season, whatever happens from all of that, right? We've never seen Zion and Brandon Ingram in the playoffs together. We don't know how they work well. I think they just really want to kind of experience that, get kind of some of the data points from that so it can inform what they want to do this offseason when it seems like they're going to make a bigger move and then try and make that kind of dominant push next season. So I wouldn't be shocked if they're just trying to kind of keep doing what they're doing, winning games, and have a good season from it. 
Jake, obviously this matchup tonight against the Miami Heat, always tough on a back-to-back, but for whatever reason, the Heat have had the Pelicans number. Uh, how's this one shaken out? I know that Jimmy Butler is available tonight. Yeah, you know, this is one of those ones that's going to be tough for the Pelicans, I think, right? Like, they struggle with some more physical teams, the Miami Heat, but the Heat culture they have are always physical. You know, I thought in the win over Houston last night, New Orleans kind of came in with the right mentality. We've seen them play down to their level of competition at times, not really be up for games at times, it seems. The starters come out look a little bit sluggish. They didn't have that last night, which was something that I was not really expecting. So if they come in with that sort of mentality, I think they can really be competitive in this game. Finding a way to shut down Jimmy Butler is obviously going to be important. Herb Jones was outstanding last night. I think he's in store for hopefully another big game. And if they can do that, you know, the Miami Heat are a little bit banged up. They've been up and down at times this season. I think this is a very winnable game for the Post. Always appreciate the time, Jake. Enjoy the game. I hope it is a wild one. I know the arena uh, was pretty rocking last night. Yeah, the the crowd's been kind of into it recently, so hopefully we have a good one in the Smoothie King Center tonight. Appreciate you, Jake. Thanks. Thanks, Jake. For all things Pelicans, subscribe to Locked On Pelicans on the Odyssey app, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.